Hey everyone, Bruce here. I hope you've all managed to shake off those festive cobwebs and still have some of your Christmas beer halls left to finish this month. We've had an email in from Jackie from Brewdog Budapest telling us that he was off to visit Mad Scientist and if there was anything that he could do for us. Mad Scientist, if you didn't know, and I certainly didn't, are a brewery based in Hungary and they were the winners of Collab Fest 2019 with their entry entitled Black Current Trifle, which was an 8.2% sour. Just after the competition had finished, we sent over some questions to Jackie to quiz those mad scientists with. Jackie popped along and caught up with the guys, and you're going to hear how it feels to be young guys in the craft beer industry, how, due to a major issue in the brewery, mad scientists nearly went bankrupt, what it felt like to be suddenly one day have the best beer in Europe, and why Hungarians never rate anything five stars. So without any further ado, let's hand over to Jackie in Budapest. Hello Brewer News Podcast, we are here at the Mass Scientist Brewery. Together with me, there are two gentlemen from the brewery and myself, Jackie from Brewdog Budapest. Let me introduce them. Let's start with you. Hi, I'm uh, Tomasz, uh, the CEO of Mad Scientist and one of the founders. Hello, it's uh, Martin. I'm officially the business development manager, but nobody knows what that means. So. <laughs> I'm we just, know. That. I'm just. I'm just here. I'm just Tomasz's little helper. And as I told you, I work for Brewdog over a year now, and working as a guide dog since December. And it's a pleasure to have this conversation with you guys. And hopefully, we will answer all your questions. Yeah, right. and the, the pleasure is mutual. I mean, I remember when Budo, Budapest was opening. Uh, you guys were here, and we did a brewery tour for you. So. Exactly. We're super stoked that uh, actually the Cola Fest happened and now that you're here and now we can do this again together. And hopefully keep up the good work together. All right. Let's start with the first question that you asked from us. It says, congratulations for being named the Cola Fest winners. Maybe you could tell us how this collaboration got started and who came up with the idea for the beer. From our part, I remember that we were at Budapest Beer Week and that's where I met with Chaba and uh, he told us that we should do this collab together. We didn't know what kind of beer is gonna be that at that time. You just released Silvash Gombots at mm-hmm. that time. So we, maybe we didn't have any idea what it's gonna be, but Chaba already has some idea. What do you think? It was around May, if I remember? Yes, uh, that beer was, uh, was a success when it came out. And uh, it we, we thought it defined us a little bit as uh, as a brewery because it it was a style that was new even for us it was new it was a new experiment and uh, let's, let's name the style so it was an imperial pastry goza inspired by a really famous Hungarian sweetness that was Silvash Gombots a plum dumpling yes so uh, so for uh, when we plan a collaboration brew we always think about uh, what we can give. Uh, to this uh, collab, and uh, what really defines the the well, the people that take part in the collaboration, and we thought we need to go with something that that defines us the best, and because of this, we we have decided with the pastry goza. If we would go with the Hungarian dessert, it it would have been hard to relate to, I think. So uh, basically, collab fest was mostly an English thing. Most of the most of the bars were English bars, so we thought maybe we should make something that is 
traditional there so they can relate to the beer and they get to know the style so through that because of this they would probably be able to guess of the similarity between Silvash Kombuts and the Hungarian plum dumpling because otherwise you don't know what to uh, compare it to but let's be honest this uh, blackcurrant trifle wasn't only about Silvash Kombuts it was actually our third imperial pastry goza because between the two we came up with uh, with another one also inspired by a another famous Hungarian sweetness called Rákóczi Túrós. But I believe it wouldn't have made any sense to push some Hungarian-style pastry uh, on Brewdog. And that's why... that's why Actually, it was uh, Tomás who came up with the blackcurrant trifle idea, because uh, he has spent uh, some time working in the UK. So he knows a few things about tastes. And I believe it was a it was a brilliant idea because many people could uh, reflect and relate to the blackcurrant trifle and to ribena, and also through this uh, really complex and sweet and sour and tart and juicy uh, beer. Many people got the idea of what we are doing here in in Budapest and what is our approach towards beer making and uh, how do we take care of this and of course when you're working together with, with the Brewdog bar you know that you can create a beer that goes directly towards premium customers and normally customers that uh, that know what they are drinking they know their craft and because of this you could go for for a more extreme thing. Exactly, and we have an excellent uh, relationship with, with the brewery of Budapest. And we have also, not just on a professional, but on a personal level. So that also made things much more easier. So everybody was super supportive on the road. And now here we are, which is still, I mean, it still feels amazing. Yeah. I still remember the day where we came in to brew the beer together and then we first tried the beer and no one kept their poker face. <laughs> Everyone has his opinion on their face. You can just read it if they're smiling, if they're making weird eye movements. <laughs> uh, it, it was something that we know that it's going to be special, but no one knows that it's going to be this huge. That's, that's a feedback we get quite often regarding this beer and this is why I'm really happy that many people just write us on social media or hit us up here and there and they tell us that they taste the beer and they just cannot stop smiling and you could, uh, you could say that we are the Marilyn Manzons of uh, <laughs> Hungarian beer making you can, they so they either love us or they hate us but no one is yeah yeah it's I, a, I think no one is like, no one is neutral uh, Towards the brewery. Yeah, yeah, we can, uh, we can put it this way. I mean, <laughs> maybe not Marilyn Manson kind of thing, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. not really familiar with Yeah, that's, that's really... Marilyn Manson is really hip these days. No, I was... Uh, no, I was, uh, you know, uh, more of a childhood something. <laughs> we'll take Marilyn Manson as an example. Um, we know that the trifle is based on an English uh, cake, or I'm not sure what you would call that. Well, it's more like... A, 
a, a cream in a cup, cream in a cup. Um, and the ingredients that you use, vanilla and blackcurrant. Yeah. And also the base for the beer, the malt is representing some other ingredient in that. Well, it's, it, it represents the, the pastry in, in the trifle. But the, but the trifle is mostly a vanilla cream. And, uh, and we just wanted it to be a beer. Wow. So it, it has to have some beer characters mm-hmm. for it to to be to be a cool thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a beer. I mean, some we like to have fun and we like to go wild with the styles. And sometimes we like to take ourselves not in a super serious way. But let's just you know, uh, let's just make it clear that Blackcurrant Trifle is a beer beer. It's a serious beer. Well, a semi, like a semi. Serious, oh, yeah, or something at least. Well, yeah, you can say that. All right, um, in Hungary, everyone knows Mad Scientist, hopefully, by now. Well, be most of the craft beer drinkers, most of the craft beer drinkers, yeah, and slowly but surely, you will get into shops and every um, smaller places. Um, but for the folks who haven't heard about the brewery, let me uh, just in a few words tell me how did you get started and what beers are you best known for? We started in 2016. We approved the first beer early 2016. And we started with being four, four people. And uh, pretty soon we got known for the more extreme beers. At first, we just thought that we put more dry hops into the beers and we started experimenting with later hop additions that was unknown uh, in Hungary and uh, so beers became more expensive but also becoming more similar to to what punk IPA was because back then punk I mean in 2016 punk IPA was uh, was dominantly good compared to Hungarian beer and uh, and people wanted to create something as clean. That that is really true, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And and then um, then breweries reach this point, and and where, when you reach this point, then you can create clean and crisp beers, and from there you can start experimenting and do more crazy stuff. We got famous for for our mango milkshake pale ale. That was Mango Bay, Mango Bay yeah. and Liquid Cocaine. That was uh, our first double IPA. Almost, almost, you could say that one of the first double IPAs ever in, 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 in Hungary. Yeah. But the milkshake for sure. And we also came out with Smooth Operator in 2016. That was the predecessor of... Uh, what later became the New England IPA tradition. So we tried to do our own hazy IPAs with, uh, you know, not a huge success, but it turned out to be pretty okay. But, but I mean, we started with the new wave beer styles in the beginning. And people liked us for being uh, creative and bold and, um, and extreme. Because most of the other breweries were not. I, I would like to think people still like us. 
So we we are kind of well known for our experimental brews. Oh yes, and, 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 and even though we have a really solid core range, which uh, people can relate to all the time with the quality they deliver, but everybody is expecting new and new and crazier. Oh stuff. yes, but but in 2016 we came out with beers like an English bitter or a traditional saison and beer styles that were not that extreme. So I think by the end of 2016, we came to this point where we had to do this coming out of being the crazy guys and just stick with this idea and, uh, and embrace uh, that we are a bit crazy when well, it comes to beer creation. Brewery's name is Mad Scientist, so yes, it's like yes, you have I mean, to live up to of this course. kind of expectation. Of course, but we wanted to come out with some really standard, solid, base style beers, and and those were not successful because people were not expecting that from us, and they didn't like it. I, I mean, they were okay with it, but but if you want to drink a, a simple pale ale, yeah. or a wheat beer, you wouldn't necessarily choose Mad Scientist. No, and we had to and we had to be okay with this. This is a lesson learned, I guess. Oh, yeah, and, and, and TB, uh, who was working at Brewdog at that time, uh, came to me and said that, uh, well, you just need to find your own style and, and you need to stick with it. Uh, internationally, not all the breweries uh, are brewing everything. They just find what they are good at and, and stick with it. So from year to year, we became uh, more bold and more extreme. And, um, and right now we are feeling 100% comfortable with, with making uh, beers that are, you know, really high with ingredient costs and, uh, and really hard to make because... Uh, because we don't, we are not afraid that we will mess it up. Uh, in the beginning, it's it's really a problem, you know, when you create expensive beers yeah. and then you get this infection in the brewery and everything goes bad and then you just go bankrupt. That was that was this time in two thousand and seventeen where almost everything went infected in, in one month in the brewery, like the whole production because of one yeast strain, what we ordered. And that was devastating. So then we started the lab and came out with really strict rules of hygiene. And since then, uh, we're all good. And we, we didn't need to dump anything. So, so right now, we are comfortable with working with expensive ingredients, you know, like vanilla and food purees or honey or or just, you know, ridiculous amounts of hops. We are okay with this because we know what we are doing in a way, well, compared to ourselves in the past anyway. You and, know. and you guys also just launched MedX, the wild barrel-aged beers and meat scientists or yes. meat beers. So from 2016, four years, even if you had the legislative breakdown in 2017, you guys just threw the Hungarian scene with beers that hard to get because no other breweries will experiment with these kind of things. 
Well, yes, because uh, because usually when you start a brewery, you have to give an answer to the question, why should I buy your beer, you know? And uh, and normally they say there's there are two answers for this. It's either because it's better or it's because it's cheaper. And... Uh, and with certain styles, you just invented the third answer. And the third answer was, oh, because no one makes beers like this. <laughs> because you cannot get uh, a black currant trifle beer from anyone. <laughs> it's not like it's a competition, you know. It and was a market, market gap. Right? No, yeah. Everybody is <laughs> thinking about this. Sure. So, um, so yeah, we started with, with more projects. And right now we are 18. From, from four people, which is really massive and, uh, and almost seems illogical at, cer- at certain stages of it, running it, the brewery. It, re- it really is. And don't get this wrong, because when I see breweries that uh, are 18 people, usually the majority of the people there are the office crew. Like, they are sales teams and marketing guys and whatever. And we don't have this kind of uh, big ass uh, office crew because most of the guys are working in the production for the sake of uh, putting out new beers all the time with all the projects we have with oh. the souring facility Maddox and with the meat scientists our, our session meats mellow mellows hydro mellows pyman sizers and so on uh, we have a, a barrel project uh, that's a long maturing barrel aging axle barrels, and uh, it's a uh, it's sometimes uh, even hard for us to keep up with our pace and just to see how many new beers we do in a in a week. Sometimes we have not only one new beer in a be- week, but but uh, like two or three new ones. So oh, yeah, sometimes we end up like having uh, more than ten new beers in a month. Yeah. Well. well and well, to next week, uh, at the end of next week, we will have this small event inside the brewery, and and we will premiere thirteen beers until that, until then. So we actually we're, we're premiering three this week. This week, exactly. And, and it's just because we didn't want to premiere more. Exactly. And, and that is only this personal desire of expanding your own limits and the, cha- the, cha- the challenge yes that really motivates the really young team we have because mm. uh, our brewers uh, are like 26 27 and the owners are 31 like you guys 31 32 yeah so it's a it's a it's a really young team and we're just literally working around the clock and with this uh, with this uh, taproom party we're gonna host uh, next weekend, we are trying to make the American taproom experience happen. Although we don't have any investors or big money people supporting our, our work, we are growing uh, in an organic way. So that's why we don't even have a taproom. We're just going to rent some taps and invite. Well, not invite. yet. It's, it's basically your... Well, how we work is basically launching yourself into air through a cannon with all the particles of an airplane with the idea of assembling the airplane while in midair. Uh, so we basically do it 
this way. No parachute attached. No, no, no. It's just and okay. I will, I will, I will do it on the way. No, no, okay. no, no, plan, no plan B. No, because because we're super confident that we can fly. No, it's not. It's just we're impatient most of the time, and we're like, okay, this is the fastest way because you get more motivated in the air exactly. to start assembling your airplane because otherwise you die, and and we just get dragged. We just drag ourselves to these economic situations when where when we are like okay this is really really scary what we are doing now but but then we just don't want to stop and and it just doesn't get to the point where we say okay let's just slow down maybe it's a lot more comfortable go hard or go home uh, well oh, it's it's what we want it's it's how we got into this and we just constantly challenge our own work pace and what we can do and we're like okay let's just you know start canning and then we just installed this canning line through our production with without even knowing what we will do it's just one week there wasn't and the next week it was here and 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 somehow the money got together for that and we we might have made a few you know uh promises <laughs> <laughs> to our leasing company but I mean normally things work out and, and and we were just okay we need to do this because bottles are gone and 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 there are shortage in bottles and everyone wants cans and and our beers need to go to cans so it's not like it's any it's not like it's any choice it seems to to us and and we're like, okay we need to do this and like every week we come out with this, these things that we need to do. Okay, we need to do and we exe- 10 new beers. And we execute them immediately. This is what I do for, this is what I, I really like in math scientists that we don't just talk about things, but we execute them in a really quick, fast and efficient way. Yes, well, this either could be, you know, this will be a story at the end of the day. It would be, you know, either an overdose story by the young age or, or this, you know, guy who became successful and went all the way. We, we don't know what will happen because it's super risky and, and it's, it's, really, it's really risky and scary. But it's not the destination is the trip. But, but, but we are having this enormous amount of fun throughout the way and, and basically that's all that matters. We just want to be better than everyone. And, and obviously, when we started with Black Current Trifle, we wanted to be the best beer of the Collab Fest. It actually turned out to be the best goza in Europe. <laughs> by And immediately the best beer in Hungary by like this ridiculous margin. So... But that's, I mean, that is fun and that was a huge journey. But we have to admit that from, from minute zero, we wanted to win and nothing else was in our mind. We just wanted to impress and we wanted to show uh, England, basically. Uh, and, and the bars of England, that, that, that you can put a Hungarian beer on your taps and, you know, people wouldn't be upset. Exactly. And people would say, "Well, this actually fits," uh, and it and it didn't only fit; it it was something people loved, and that is huge, a huge feedback, and and that was really important for us, I think. Yeah, it 
it, it was an unbeatable success. We'll get back to that topic. Okay, going to pause that for a second. Just want to mention a little bit about Patreon. Without the support of you guys, this podcast just wouldn't be possible. And Patreon helps us with that. Anything little helps. So head over to patreon.com forward slash news and get early access to the podcast and help us continue to entertain you with jokes. No, sorry, I just added that bit into Rob's script. So patreon.com forward slash news. Back to Jackie in Budapest. Um, for the next question, I'm turning to Marty because I think I've seen you at the bar before, but I'm not going to be sure. But I see Marcy almost every month, and um, I'm a regular. You're a regular, yeah. I walk, I walk the walk, and I talk the talk. Like, <laughs> no, I will go tomorrow, though. Yeah, there I, you go. Yeah, all right. yeah, we are having an event also tomorrow there. Yep, a really good event. Um, this Cola Fest, did you enjoy working with Bruder Budapest, and did it add to or change the usual process for you guys? So for Matt Scientist and to Bruder Budapest, not just this color festival, but the work before that we did, uh, the death takeovers, uh, the opening of Bruder Budapest. Well, it was it, 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 it was it was something different. I mean, it was it was m- more bigger uh, the scale, and we've been just stoked to have our beers on tap all across Europe. But overall, the process, as we just uh, said it before, uh, hasn't really changed. When we do when we do a collaboration, we don't really care about marketing or sales purposes. What we want to do is just to make sure we make the best out of the the two different parties, or or if there are like uh, even three or four ones. We just want to make sure we find the strengths and we just we just go with it. So overall, it was like business as usual. But yeah, but normally it's uh, if you compare it with music, then then you could say Bruder Budapest was was a venue, and and if you plan your concert or plan your tracks, what you will play on the concert, you will actually choose different songs to play at different venues. And Bruder Budapest was much more. It's it's pretty much the international craft beer venue with with everyone. Who is drinking there, knowing his his beer? So it gave us the power to do something extreme, I would say. So working with with you guys was uh, was this support that that we got to to get the, our most extreme side out of ourselves. Yeah, like turning our amps until eleven yeah. <laughs> and just yeah. and just exactly. go with it. Yes, I, I think. And and also the support we got throughout the whole event was it was amazing experience. Yes, because it was uh, yeah, just like you said it. It was a journey. It was uh, a journey packed with emotions. Yes, uh, but it it really uh, it was a fun one. It it felt like this event where everyone got together and just rooted for yeah yeah for, you know beer. Exactly, and we got so many really awesome messages from all across Europe uh, through Instagram and Facebook, and it was just overwhelming. And uh, and we even told ourselves that no matter where we end up at, the, that was the that was the real gift of the game. Just uh, 
having all this attention and all the positive energy just flowing oh, yeah. towards us. Yeah. Yes, it's not about the end result. I mean, when I say that we are aiming to win, it doesn't mean that we are unsatisfied when we don't win. We are un because we are unsatisfied if we don't go for the win. And that's really that's really a big difference here. So we are unsatisfied if we don't give it our best. We never f- it, play for draw. It's, it's not it's not the res- uh, it's not the result at the end of the day what matters. So even if we came, you know, fifth place or or whatnot, uh, we would have been really proud because we, we 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 gave it our best shot and we ended up being there, not embarrassing the country, which is pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> but and also the beer is just awesome. I'm I'm a major fan of black currant trifle, <laughs> so I'm I'm we're really critical of what we do here because this is the driving force, just to never be completely satisfied. But it the black currant trifle, I was just blown away. It just makes it ridiculously scary to come out with the next pastry sour ale, man. We are so scared because they're like, okay, people would be. Expecting, expecting the, the Ex- next black rifle. <laughs> it's, it's really hard to overcome uh, this beer. But we're gonna we're gonna release a new one in a few days. <laughs> no, no, not really. That will not be a pastry. That will be a stout. That right? will be uh, just an imperial. Goza. Just an imperial goza, not oh. a pastry one. We're waiting with our next pastry, man. <laughs> we we just want it to be really good. And we are also afraid to to rebrew blackcurrant trifle, you know, because people are like, ah, that fresh one is the good one. Yeah, it happens all the time yeah. in the second batches. <laughs> so it's hard. You're yeah. going to make it in a bigger volume at Brewdog because that's what you want with the Arcola Fest. That Did we? Yeah, you didn't know. Well, I mean, it hasn't been confirmed. It was in the, it no, was we, in the talks, but... Know. As this wasn't confirmed uh, officially, so... As far as I know, you're going to rebrew this beer. Oh, are we? Last year, Turning Point rebrewed their beer, the minty chocolate chip mm-hmm. beer. So I hope it's not just the AGM, but you're going to be in Ellen and you're going to rebrew this beer. All right. Well. And hopefully it's going to be a huge success because people are still looking for this beer. And it's. It, I remember that was a group of four who came to Brewdog and they were looking for Black Grand Trifle just because they couldn't get it in England. Oh, right. wow. wow. So I, that, that's an amazing story. And if you can rebrew it, I think the enormous uh, success will be continued. Oh, hopefully, that. yeah. We, I mean, we could. We, we know what we were doing. We have, you know, our notes. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have the recipe. Yeah, somewhere. it is. Somewhere. Yeah. Talk about emotions and the response. Um, on the first day, maybe it was the beginning of the second day, on Untapped, there was something unfamiliar to us that a lager called H501 just coming up. And at that, at one point, it was more popular than Veteran Traffic, but it turned out that was a scam. What was your opinion when you saw that number that someone is rigging the other? Well, uh, normally, uh, you know, you have these competitions on Facebook where, you know, if your selfie gets the more likes, then you will win a trip to Paris or something. We thought that this beer competition should be about the beer, not not about the marketing, you know? And, uh, And we... 
the first thing we did is we sent this message to all our fans that that you just need to taste our beers and not downgrade any other beers. Because and actually, so some we've seen some some backlash from the market and people, our fans were suggesting that we should just oh. encourage everybody to. Oh yeah, they were like, make, "Oh, this is war." Yeah, and, and we were like, "No, boys, this is not war." So I had to just try. It. So and of course we know a lot of people on the scene so i had to write so many personal messages that hey don't do anything stupid and i don't want to see any fake untapped check-ins no and we officially had to make a statement that we don't encourage this and we're just proud of like current rifle and we don't want to see any any tricks and if we're not winning this it doesn't really matter because what matters is is the beer itself yes. and uh, and the, the fun of tasting and the fun of rating Yes, so we we just released this statement, and we were okay with it. We were okay with losing. Uh, we we just wanted it to be clean, and this is our general approach to running the business since day one. That we we are just not fond of the tricks. We want to uh, if we win, we want to win fair, uh, and if we lose with being fair, then hey, I mean life. That's that's life, man. Right. Uh, but we just stick to our, our, you know, stick to our ideas of how life should be lived. And we really wanted to see how the beer turns out when you don't rig the voting. So at the end, I think we can proudly say that all the check-ins, what we got, were organic. Yes. And, and that is, that means a lot uh, to me. So... At the end, I mean, I mean, not all the Hungarian check-ins were like high, because because uh, there have been some 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 Hungarians that uh, didn't like the current rifle, and that's okay. It uh, just because we are a Hungarian brewery entering this competition, yeah. this doesn't yeah. automatically means you should upvote this beer. No, so, we're curious so, so, of your opinion. Some people were were disliking this beer and from the local scene, and they've been okay with this. I mean, from the UK, you get a lot of good response, as you said, on personal messages on Instagram, on Facebook, and even uh, the community, uh, the EFP forum, and uh, on Facebook, everyone's writing that there's, there's something uh, stinks in, in the world, and uh, thankfully, Uncapped and Brudov made a move and uh, just made it fair that they just deleted all that uh, rigged votes. And it turned out that you still have a really highly voted beer. We just said it's on 4.28 right now. So people, not just in Hungary, because your beer was uh, distributed all over the UK. Mm -hmm. And it means that the people in the UK who tasted the beer rated it so high that you don't have to worry about the local competition or the angry people of, uh, of mad scientists. Mm -hmm. And you just made something that people... So that, all right, it's a good beer, but mm. it's, it's even better than we expected. And also it was really interesting to see the reactions of English, you know, craft beer drinking population. Those guys were so enthusiastic. I, they it really was, cared It was really, this. I was unseen by us before. Hungarian beer scene is a bit more pessimistic, you can say. Uh, you don't really get a five star for anything. And uh, 
Yeah, and, and you, there you, you it can, was. You can it see was, it like quite often. That, yeah. Oh my god, best beer ever! Best beer 4. ever. Four point twenty-five. Yes, <laughs> best beer I have ever tasted. A three point five star. And now I literally saw this the best Hefeweizen I have ever tasted in my, in my entire life, and that was three point five. So okay. I mean, well, some styles they just cool. don't. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so you get the minus one point five star when you brew a Hefeweizen, right? I mean, according to Hungarian <laughs> beer drinkers, anyway. And that was in in England. That was raining five stars. And people were like, oh, I love it. And and they even said, you know, some uh, some problems. It's a bit, you know, too sour, but still a five star. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is and 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 they just went with with text messages and and descriptions for almost every vote what we got people got involved and that's something that was i don't know how it got there it's it's probably that the beer scene is one of the best in the UK obviously obviously huge thanks to to what Brewdog did uh, i think because they started you know really early compared to all the other countries and uh, and and the involvement there was was crazy uh, it, it was crazy and and it was it was it was really good really good right. to see it, it was it, it was people such really a, care then and and it really yeah. pissed them off if the beer was down so yeah, chicken soup for the soul <laughs> no when you felt down you just started to read the reviews and they're like ah oh, this, this feels so good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i when i when i feel a bit unsure about you know our beers i just go to black current <laughs> tribe like wow we're good <laughs> yes People still love us in the past. <laughs> and now they get your name in the UK. Yes. So probably when they heard about Mass Scientific, you know, yeah, those are the guys with the black and rifle. <laughs> Hopefully we won't let them down, man. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be good. And we're gonna, they're going to meet you at the AGM in April. So mm-hmm. anyone who is joining um, the AGM in April, in Aberdeen probably, uh, you can meet with my scientists because they're going to share a booth with, probably with BrewDog. Mm-hmm. And you can showcase all of your beers that we are just talking about and mm-hmm. your favorite ones that you brewed until cool. then. Um, for the next question, I'm just going to change the order. Um, let's just talk about Trifle a little bit. That uh, It said it was your idea to come with it, mm-hmm. come up with the Trifle. Was the, always, was the beer always meant to be a Trifle or... It's a, it's an interesting question. Did it uh, did it go a bit wrong, and you got lucky? Because <laughs> some people complain that the beer has a diacetyl flavor in it. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, intended, or well, did they uh, with this? Uh, diacetyl flavor is not intended, and uh, we actually measure for we measure for diacetyl in the lab. So that was a weird comment and we didn't know what to do with it uh, with black current trifle it it was meant to be a black current trifle since the beginning they won exactly. but but we didn't know how it will turn out so it well in so in a way we got lucky because the beer turned out to be even better than what we imagined but we wanted it to be a black current trifle so yeah it's it's probably answered the question that it was always meant to be this sour, this tart, mm-hmm. this, uh, this yes, style yes, of beer. Yes, yes. 
you could pick one brewery that you would like to have a collaboration with, each of one of you. Who would you pick? It could be a US brewery, UK brewery, anyone. Who would you oh, say? Oh, it's a tough question. You know, well, you I know, know my time. Time. <laughs> It's a tough question. You like to go for Monkish? No, I would. I would go with Bottle Logic <laughs> from uh, from Anaheim, uh, California. <laughs> I'm I'm really inspired by what they do. Uh, one of one of my uh, role models when it comes to brewing. It's just beautiful in the inside and 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 on the outside. It's just it's perfect. Everything they do is perfect. So I would definitely love to share some knowledge with them although i'm not sure if i could you know <laughs> yeah, yeah if i, I mean, could uh, share anything maybe i could brew you know uh, chicken uh, paprika so so, <laughs> so we we have we have our, our barrel project and and when people see the design uh, the labels and their approach to our barrel project like i i've read some comments that oh my god somebody's trying to be bottle logic badly and <laughs> and like i was just thinking like what is what is wrong with that? I mean, what is wrong with trying to be biologic, right? Even if it's I mean, you know a, a verse, <laughs> like you know, like they, those guys are super inspirational. No, obviously, I mean, you inspire from certain breweries, and I'm not ashamed to be inspired by what bottle logic do. What's the you know what's the bad thing in that? No, nothing. You know what? I would love to go back to 2016. And to have 2019 mad scientists do a collaboration with 2016 mad scientists, yeah, like ima fun. imagine all the knowledge transfer. Yes, there, would I would, I would love to do that. So yeah, we will see. <laughs> never say never. <laughs> that, that's for sure. All right. Um, I think we almost got to the end. There is another question that we never heard before in Hungary. If someone asks this question, you just say, haha, you're so funny. Sorry, Bruce. What language does a stomach speak? Hungarian. Hungarian. No, no. <laughs> no, no one expected that question. No, never heard that before. So I think we just talked about a good, almost an hour in here. And I think I can safely say that we had some fun during these questions. And I hope that we will answer all your regards about the Black Range Rifle and Mad Scientist. Tomasz, Martin, I would like to say thank you very much for being here and to host us here on this uh, afternoon. All right, thanks and, for coming. And I just say that in the future, Mad Scientist and Bruder Budapest will go hand by hand and we work together just as good as before. Thank you, guys. Sounds like a plan. Yes. Thank you, Bruder News Podcast. Thank you, Budapest bye. saying goodbye. Bye-bye. See you at the AGM. See ya. Okay, so there we go. That was Jackie from Brewdog Budapest and the Mad Scientist themselves. That was fantastic. Well, it didn't appear that they managed to get my joke, did they? So, what language does a stomach speak? Hungarian. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, I really enjoyed listening to the guys and I'm a bit gutted that I didn't get to try it. And, you know, I hope to maybe try the AGM. Now, apparently I wasn't going to the AGM, but I might be going now. And we asked Brewdog if it will appear and they wouldn't confirm or deny it, saying only that everything for the AGM is top secret. We'll be back at the beginning of February with the whole team, myself, Joe, Andrew and unfortunately Rob himself, where we'll be initiating the countdown sequence to the AGM in April. Have a great couple of weeks. 
Bye, everybody.